Welcome to Lottery Dreams and Fortune. My name is Timothy Schultz. This is an interview with Niles Malvasia, who won a $1 million jackpot from the Powerball in 2018. In this interview, he reveals what it was like to win, as well as his beliefs in manifestation and the law of attraction. Now, if you want to watch this interview in its entirety, I will put a link to the YouTube channel in the show notes. But without further ado, let's get to the interview. So I am so excited to welcome Niles Malvasia to the program today. He actually won $1 million from a, on a Powerball ticket in 2018? Yes, it was. 2018, January. Beginning of the year. Only a couple of days into the new year. Wow. Well, congratulations again. It's so exciting. Your story is fascinating. I'm excited. I know you are an, an avid follower of the law of attraction and manifestation. So we want to get into that in a little bit, but first of all, you won this million dollars. How did this happen? I remember the day I remember, uh, going out and, uh, I had to go, uh, meet an individual. I had uh, paperwork for him. Uh, so I went to, it was, uh, I had to drive to Newark, New Jersey, drop off paperwork. So I called, uh, my wife, I asked her, do you want me to get, pick up Chinese food uh, from our old spot? And uh, she said, sure. So I drove to Hackensack, and there's a 7-Eleven. And I walked in. I reached into my pocket, and this was a funny thing. I had no money, no cash on me. And if you know the lottery, you have to, you know, in Jersey, it's cash. You can't, no debit or anything like that. I had a $100 bill in my wallet. Because Sarah and I strongly believe in the law of attraction and manifesting uh, what we want and putting it out to the universe and having it come back to us. And I strongly feel that I'm a magnet and money is attracted to me. I wanted to use the law of attraction for money. And I always said my avenue, there's different avenues. My avenue would be the lottery. And I put it out there. And how did you put it out there? I get up every morning and I give thanks uh, for what I have, uh, for what I'm able to provide and to give and to enjoy in life. Because I will share with you, Tim, just like I'll share with the world. I've been at the bottom of the ocean and I've been at the top of the hill. I've been at the top of the mountain. I've borrowed money from people. And I've lent money to people. That's life. And I put it out to the universe. I, st I say it out loud. I speak out loud. And I tell the universe, this is what I want. The problem is I told the universe I want to win a million dollars. So the universe gave me a million dollars. Sarah and I believed completely and wholeheartedly in the law of attraction. You should never have a feel for a want. You should never have that feeling, I want, I want, I want. It's I have, or it's coming to me. It's how you word it. It's how you pivot. It's how you live your life. You live it through feelings and emotions and that, that core energy. You know, we're, we're balls of energy that, that walk around and we put that energy out there. We put it to each other. 
we put it to the universe, we put it into what we're doing in our daily lives. So when I walked into the 7-Eleven and I had no cash on me, Sarah and I used to keep a folded $100 bill in our wallets. And it was never that just in case money. That money was in our wallets, so we felt that we never had a want. We never had a need. So we had the 100 in our wallets. When I walked into the 7-Eleven, I had no money on me to play the Powerball. I didn't have mm. cash. I mm. paid for the Chinese food. Who it was a, It's a line of stores. I went in, and I bought the Chinese food, and I used my debit card. But when I went to get drinks and everything in 7-Eleven... I wanted, I reached into my pocket for the lottery cash. No. So what did I do? I took the hundred dollar bill because I never had a want. I never had a need. I took the hundred and I said, I'll put another hundred in my wallet because I don't have a want. And it was that hundred dollar bill that I bought 50. As you know, it's $2 per ticket per line. So I bought $50 worth of uh, the Powerball, because at the time it was $525 million. So we're looking at a half a billion dollars. So I, I took the 100 and I played 50 And I got the Chinese food and we went home and everybody ate. And me being me, I fell asleep on the couch in my den watching uh, TV. And I ended up waking up in the middle of the night. I rolled over, I reached into my pocket. What's in my pocket was my cell phone, but my lottery ticket was in there too. So I said, oh, let me check. And I was half asleep. But once I got to that fourth number in a row, from my cell phone to looking at my ticket, I, I, I started to wake up. My eyes started to get real big. And then all of a sudden, I seen that fifth number. And I looked immediately to the right, and I did not have the Powerball number. But everybody that looks and sees the picture, they all ask the same question. How come your big fake check says one million four dollars? Four dollars. So, so rather than one million, it said one million four dollars. It said one million four dollars, and everybody asks, "What's that four dollars? Why? Why does it say one million four dollars?" Well, the Powerball was on my ticket. It was one line above my five numbers. All I needed was the Powerball to be one line, one line down, one number down, one sequence down. And I would have split $525 million with a lady in New Hampshire. So instead, I won a million dollars and I was absolutely, positively ecstatic. I was beside myself. Um, I kid you not, my mom, who is... Uh, no longer with us. I lost her to COVID. Hmm. Uh, I called her. She picked up the phone. She did not say, is there something wrong? Did something happen to the kids? Are you okay? What's wrong? My mother picked up the phone and she says to me, you hit the lottery, didn't you? Wow. Yeah. When I tell you, it runs deep. When I tell you it runs deep in my family, it runs deep. It runs. It runs all the way back. And look, it doesn't stop anything. It doesn't stop your course of life. Life will always take its course. The law of attraction and the secret and manifestation is not going to stop death. I'm sorry, death is life. Okay, so it's not going to stop that. 
my mom had that intuition. My mom used to play numbers herself. She used to win on her own as well. Not like, not like to my, you know, standard, my size, but my mom, my grandfather, it, it runs deep in my family to the point where some people may be critics and some people may look and go, wow, you're just lucky or you're a lucky gambler. You're a gambler, you know? Uh, hmm. No, no, it's not a gamble when you know you're going to win. And I know I'm going to win. Just like I told the universe, I want a million dollars. We're looking at today is uh, the 7th, I believe, October 7th. Yeah, yeah, today and, it's... Yeah. And, and what, are we, what are we looking at? We're looking at a Powerball of $1.4 billion. And today being Friday, tonight we're looking at a mega millions of $350 million. And people continue to win. We just had a someone win a billion dollars in Florida. There's enough for everyone if they just put it out there. Use the secret. Use it for good. You know, don't. It's not a bad thing. Let's not make it a bad thing. Okay. It's hmm. something inside of you that we all have. And you need to reach out. I can't do it for you. That's a big one. I can't do it for you. You have to want to do it yourself. But you really have to reach deep down inside of you, find that energy. It's there. It's there. Put it out there. Put it out. Tell the universe what you want. And it, another really big factor to the whole thing is don't ignore the signs because you will. You know, people always oh, show me something. Oh, I need this. Oh, God, send me a sign. Man, I miss so many signs because I wasn't looking. Now that I realize it, now that I go back and I think, I miss so many signs. But now that I see them and now that I catch them, it, it's it's a good thing. It's funny. Sometimes I laugh. I just it's, it's hilarious to me. Well, what kind of what kind of signs are you talking about? What kind of signs are you missing, or do you see when you see them? You know what? Just yesterday, I, I was driving, and I'm thinking about in general. Because I seen a gentleman standing on a, on the corner, and when the light turned red, he would go car to car. Uh, I'm gonna obviously assume he was homeless, mm -hmm. and he was in uh, a, a need for money. And it it doesn't make me any different than anyone else. But there's you just I'm saying to myself as I'm driving. Try to make a difference in something, you know. I've been thinking a lot lately, like, how can you make a difference? How can you help more? What can you do? One person can't change the world, obviously, you know. Um, but it, if you can, what is that? Shake a hand, make a friend, meet a stranger, you know. I reached into my pocket, and all I had was 100 bucks, you know. And I had a cup full of uh, change in my cup holder. Hmm. Instead of giving them the change, I gave him the hundred bucks. Wow. Now, now we're at a light and he's crying. And I can't, I don't do well. <laughs> Some, somebody starts to cry in front of me. Um, I don't do well with that because I am an emotional person and hmm. I do carry my emotions on my sleeve. I like to play. The tough guy is over 20 years as a cop. That mm -hmm. the tough guy went away. I really do. 
it you, did. You're I, a retired police officer, yes. Yes, yes, I am. A, I'm a retired police officer uh, mm. from New Jersey, mm. and uh, you know, I'm 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 thankful for that as well. You know, uh, if you would have seen me as a uh, a kid, and you would have compared that course to the time, uh, all of a sudden I said, oh, I want to be a cop. Uh, some people would have never guessed that outcome for me. I would even venture to say, uh, because of my last name, I had many people, uh, you know, back home, uh, put me behind the eight ball and give me a shot at all. Hmm. Uh, so there's a couple of memes that I love that I've seen on the internet that people share. And I love the fact that when I go home, I go back to Jersey or I go back to Fairview where I grew up. Uh, and I see people that, you know, basically pointed the finger. And again, this could be something that I used as the secret and I manifested and I, and I chose to be different and avenues opened up for me that I thought about and I hoped for so I could become different than people, than my last name, because my family, you know, like everybody else, my family had their drama and they weren't, uh, you know, on the right side of the law. And uh, I chose to go the complete opposite and, and became a cop. And a lot of people, when I was younger, kind of had me pegged like, you're just going to follow the rest of them. And I'm glad that I proved them wrong. And like I said, the memes, I go back and I say, for every door that was closed in my face, I bought the building. And the only time I look behind is to see how far I've come. That's it. All the naysayers, all the finger pointers, all that, that, oh, he's a Malvasia. That meant nothing. I broke that cycle. I broke that cycle. And I broke it. Not only did I break it, I passed it down to my boys, who each one of my sons are successful in their own right. And they're still growing from my 27-year-old to my 8-year-old. They are uh, productive young men that I am extremely proud of, and they are the air that I breathe. So I broke a cycle with them, and those are my four malvasions. Now i got to hope that each one has like 10 kids. No. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to get back to the lottery win real quick, and of course jump back into the beliefs okay. on manifestation in a second. But first of all, there are people watching this that ask all the time, because it's very interesting when you initially won this lottery prize, what was the process like to turn in the ticket? We, um, Sarah and I, uh, we traveled down to Trenton, New Jersey, to the lottery office. You walk into the lottery office, gentleman sitting behind, it almost looks like a teller, you know, sitting behind a, a, a window. <laughs> and... You really don't know what to say. You just walk in and, and we showed him the ticket. I thought on a, on a personal level, you know, between Sarah and I, I gave her the ticket. You know, I wanted her to sign it. I wanted her to feel that that manifestation as well, that 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 feeling of that win, you know. So although I won the ticket, I, I gave it to Sarah. And she signed the back of it and put our address right away. So you want to secure that ticket immediately in a safe place and get it to the lottery office. We had a million. 
Okay. If I walk away tonight with 350 or tomorrow with 1.4 billion, you are not just going to stroll into that office. Okay. That's a much different process. You're going to stroll into that office, but you're bringing your lawyer, you're bringing your accountant, you're bringing your financial team, even the cash option, $614 million. Like, don't take that on your own. Please don't think you can handle that on your own. You're not. Before you know it, it'll be gone. Financial team, lawyer, you know, financial advisors, uh, accountants, people that you can trust. But we took our ticket, we walked in, and we told them, hi, we have a winning ticket. They said, how much you win? It's a million. They immediately take us from the lobby. They, they put us in a back room, and it's a big winner's room, and congratulations and and um you know you take your picture with the big uh, fake check uh one thing i thought was uh pretty cool i thought it was pretty cool uh the new jersey state police actually have investigators that investigate for the state lottery and yeah, like uh like scams I, and stuff yes yes huh. uh and they're very good at it because uh kudos to the new, new jersey state police and their their gaming and all that their division they've locked up people that tried to steal scratch offs and tickets from individuals that turned them in that happened to be winners and they would tell you know the people oh no it's a losing ticket and they i think it was essex or hudson county back home by me they were able to grab uh uh business owner that tried to do something like that they locked them up locked the, the, the sun up so they do a great job at following up and making sure that's you because before i walked into that place they already had surveillance video of me and my son because when i claimed the ticket i walked into the 7-eleven the gentleman came over to the thing to help me i looked at him i said do you have a claim form from the lottery he said yeah hold on one second he went, he brought me the claim form and it's all on video. I look at him, I hand him the ticket and I go like this, you think I'm robbing the place? I go, cause there was a bunch of people in there. He puts the ticket through the machine, how it comes out. And it's not like down here because when you hit it in Florida here, doo -doo -doo, so you know you won. In Jersey, it's quiet. All that comes back is, and it says jackpot. And his eyes look like a deer in headlights when he's seen that. That's a million-dollar winning ticket. It says it right on it, million dollars. His eyes went like this. I'm looking at him like this. I got my son Justin with me. And we're staring. He gave it to me. By the time we hit that door, you could see him. Oh, on camera. We didn't see that. We were already outside mm. getting into the car. All you see is the guy on video, and he jets across from behind the counter. And now they're running to the door and everyone's like this. Now they've got people that were online. They're all running to the front door and they're looking outside. It was hilarious because, again, we don't see any of this. We're in the car driving away. Now, the, he must have said something out loud to these people. Mm. He just won a million dollar ticket. And then later on, uh, they gave them something to put in the window. A million dollar ticket was sold here by the New Jersey lottery, blah, blah, blah. So that's my little... Uh, uh, with my social media and uh, people would contact me about numbers. That that mm. was my thing. You know, I I, uh, I put it out there. I said, here, there's your winner. Because I had a lot of people that, you know, 
Oh, the lottery is make-believe. No one ever wins. You know, I had, I had a lot of people say that. A lot of conspiracy theories. What, them, do, what do people say? Well, I've, I've heard many a times. Uh, people, uh, you know, you really don't win. Uh, it's not worth that much. If you do win, they uh, somehow you don't get your money. Well, I've heard crazy, crazy stories, which are not true. I'm, I'm here to tell you it's not true. It's just not true. You win. <laughs> you, you win. You get that money and it changes your life forever. It really does. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Lottery, Dreams, and Fortune. My name is Timothy Schultz. I'm so grateful for you for listening. Now, if you want to watch this podcast on YouTube, I will put a link to the playlist for this podcast below, as well as a link to this specific video. Let me know in the comments below the video what you think of this interview. I love checking out your comments. As always, thank you so much for listening. Now, let's get back to the episode. How Either a good way or a bad way it changes your life. How would you say that it changed your life? It made me debt-free for many years. It gave my family an opportunity to experience things that they probably wouldn't have been able to or it would have taken a lot out of me financially to make it happen. It allowed me to do things, uh, family, friends, you know, that I, I wouldn't have been able to do. A uh, million dollars is a lot of money. Don't get me wrong. Uh, after tax and you know things like that, uh, you may be looking at almost half of it. So it's not like you walk away with a million. But it's nice to say I won a million. Yeah, that's amazing. And it's, did, it's very did... nice. And it's nice to say that I, you know I'm going to win the jackpot next. So, so you're still playing. Oh yeah. When I win tonight, or when eventually I win again, because I am, I'm still going to play. Why would I stop? I'm lucky. Universe loves me. Doesn't like me. Universe absolutely loves me. So I'll never stop. Just to, to clarify, when you won, two quick questions that a lot of people will have or do have. Did you take, did you have the option of the, half of it lump sum right away or all of it over a period of years as some lottery prizes are? And did you have the option of claiming it anonymously versus publicly? What were the rules there? In, uh, I know many states are working on it now. Uh, in New Jersey, um, you're not protected. Your identity is put out there. It could have changed. I don't know. Uh, in Florida, you still have to uh, appear but I've seen people wear masks and the scream mask and things like that. I know that I moved to a state that I have to um, show my appearance. I, I want you to see me. People ask me questions. Uh, they contact me via you know, social media all the time, whether it's a real estate question, whether it was a police question, whether it's, I mean, most of it is lottery and their questions, just like you asked, uh, do you mm -hmm. pick your, or do you do quick pick or, you know, what state, what happened, what you do, this, that. Well, that is but, a good yeah, point. I, do you do yeah, quick pick or choose your own? Like, what are you? Well, that's what I did. Uh, I'd I like to do quick pick. Okay. I will share with uh, everyone uh, that uh, if you are an odds guy, quick pick is the way to go. If you, if you like numbers, uh, because they do choose from the hot and cold and that's how they, they spit out their numbers. 
So the lottery machine has its own type of internal, you can say, equation type, mathematical, what's hot and what's cold. And they will just spit out your random numbers. And so I chose Quick Pick and I won the million. And to this day, I still choose Quick Pick. And that's one of the questions. Again, I, I, I'm inboxed a lot. Oh, it's special days, anniversaries, birthdays, you know, things like that. No, it's really not. One thing I did do, I'll be honest with you, I, I used to like to play my badge number because we had pick three. So that was a little, and it always came out. One, two, five. Always came out. Always came out. Whether it was boxed or it was straight, one, two, five always came out. So if I played one, two, five, and it was the afternoon, it paid maybe $330. I would always play it 10 or 20 times. And I'd walk away with six grand. <laughs> I'd have to drive around and go to all different types of uh, stores because nobody ever had enough money in the register just to pay me. So that's what I would do on, on a daily basis sometimes. I would win, and I would have to literally drive around and like I've won down here already in Florida I've won thousand dollars on a scratch off I've won five hundred dollars at least six times on a scratch off in Florida and I've been here three years that's it and I I have to go to different places I go to like a Publix they pay out pretty much heavy like on a five hundred dollar scratch off they can cover it but a lot of times I'll win somewhere and uh I have to drive around to get my money, the cash and the winning tickets. Hmm. But can do I complain about it? No. Why? Because I won. Because I put it out to the universe. Checks come in the mail. You know, it's 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 hard to explain. It's hard to explain, but it's not. You know, and it's easy to do, but it's not. You just you have to believe. You have to believe. When somebody tells you you got to believe in the system, just don't don't ask questions. Just believe me. Just do this, and you see what happens. I wish I could tell the world that. You know, I wish I could sit down with everybody and say, you really can have what you want. I'm not giving you a little pep talk. I'm not telling you something that you, you know, heard before. You can truly, truly do this on your own. The law of attraction is what it is tell the universe what you want ask believe and you will receive trust me you will receive i said how do checks randomly just show up in someone's mailbox if you don't want them if you're not looking for them do you know how many times you've overpaid something you've done something and and the money is just laying there. You don't know about it. And all of a sudden, you just get a check, you know. And it's always at the right time. You tell the universe, you know what? Like, I'm going to go do this this month. Or I'm short. Man, where am I going to get this money from? Tell the universe. I need, I'm a law of attraction. I'm a magnet. Money is attracted to me. And then all of a sudden, it's like that. The money just pops up. Whether it's in a check or you get a phone call for an opportunity to go and do something that's going to make the money that's actually going to cover that amount. Uh, it's 
just funny. I, I, I don't get excited. Like I said, I don't get excited anymore. I don't, I don't even like scratch offs. I don't even scratch the scratch offs off. I just scratched the barcode. It's not even a game hmm. to me anymore. It's not even a game. It's just hmm. how much do you want to give me this time? That's it. Hmm. That's how I view it. That's how I view it. I know it's strong. I know some people say, ah, no. What works for me will work for you. Not can, not it. It will work for you. What hmm. works for me works for you, Tim, works for the next person. It's a law of attraction. Yeah. It's it's such a fascinating subject and, and field. What would you say to people that know very little about it and they're just very skeptical about it? Or no matter how much they know, they're just skeptical. What do you say? I was to there. That... I was there. I was in their shoes. I was in their shoes wholeheartedly. Oh, oh telling the universe, telling the universe. And, and then something would happen. I'm, oh, never mind. I'm talking to the universe. I'm talking to myself. What is this? It was like a joke. And you blow it off. You get angry. I'm not doing this. Don't. Don't. That's, that's a way of the universe weaning out the people that don't want to be there. That don't want to be in that vibe, that energy. You need to believe. I, like I said, I, I, I can't talk you into it. I can't make you believe. Okay? You have to want to do it yourself. The second you want to do it yourself and you understand it, and you practice it, and you preach it, you feel it. You feel it, Tim. I'm telling you. Hmm. I close my eyes. I see Rolls Royce. I want that in black. I see a Lamborghini. I'm going to get that in black. And, and I see it. I feel it when I won the lottery. I drove the Lamborghini. Drove oh, you the did Bentley. drive one. You drove one oh, after you won. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Listen, I spent money in, in a lot of good places and did a lot of good with the money and things like that. And then there's times that I did spoil myself. Yes. Yes, I had my toys. So, and it's okay because... I can't wait for the second round. You're going to see some serious toys then. Yeah. I want a plane. Yes. I definitely want a plane. <laughs> oh, you want a I want plane? A, I want a jet. A jet is nice. I want a jet. My own jet would be nice. There you go. So as of the recording of this video, the jackpot for the Powerball at least is well over a billion dollars. So maybe oh, whether it's tonight yeah. or sometime in the future, the jet could be, could be, can have, it's possible. All black with a big, big N on the, uh, on the wings there, on the, the back of it. Like, uh, I drive down, uh, I drive down Southern Boulevard. This guy, he parks his plane over there at the airport, and there's big letters on the side of it, and it's got his name on the side of it. I see my own plane with my name on the side of it. I want my own. <laughs> But, yeah, I'm. I'm. I, yeah. I. When I tell you, I live it. I live it. Eat it. Breathe it. You have to. Mm -hmm. That's a, that's amazing. And and you have received some publicity and fame from this. You were on a, a very popular show, My Lottery Dream Home. Yeah. A few, I believe a few years ago. What what was that like? 
It was a lot of fun. Reality television. Yeah. Reality TV, uh, My Lottery Dream Home and on HGTV. Mm-hmm. And uh, I didn't know HGTV is owned by Discovery. You know, and it was pretty cool because when we did the episode, we agreed to do the episode. It was the 100th episode. Hmm. And I didn't know in reality TV world, that's a big deal. Hmm. So we filmed the 100th episode and we had a crew following the crew because there was another show to follow to celebrate the filming of the 100th episode which was us and i had uh there was one scene in the show they contacted us i'll never forget we were down here uh vacationing in disney and uh they contacted us and at first you're like you know really but then they send you a big like card they write on it and everything so you're like all right this is basically looks legit and then you call them and you start to talk to them and they explain to you, listen, we know how people feel like we're calling lottery winners going, hey, we want to come in your home. And it just seems like, OK, this is a scam. It wasn't. Spoke to the producers of the show. At the time, I was co-owner of a, a pizzeria in hmm. uh, Jersey, again, using the law of attraction, wanting to grow this business. I was able to get the producers to say, can we do the meet and greet at my pizzeria? Hmm. So as soon as I did that, you seen an uprise in, you know, an, uh, the pizzeria. You've seen more hmm. foot traffic. You've seen more orders. People started coming in. Hey, wasn't this the place on TV? Wasn't this the, yeah, yeah. So when it came time, COVID hit. My partner was ready to sell, and it was easy because we rented the building, and COVID was shutting down all the businesses. And now I'm going back to 2020 when mm-hmm. it really first hit. I don't like to bring it up, but when my mom passed, I was quarantined for 21 days mm-hmm. instead of just five now, uh, like we're doing now. You know, mm-hmm. um, so the guy that even bought the equipment from the pizzeria came in and goes, isn't this the one that was on TV? So it helped a lot. It helped tremendously. And I'm glad I was able to do that with my friend. Um, so being on the show, um, yeah, it was, it was all about timing. I would like to say that I had, uh, what do they call my, the 15 minutes of fame, you know, but what happened was filming shut down. Oh, this happened during COVID happened while this was. Well, what happened was we filmed in just before COVID. So filming shut down for the show. So all they did for almost a year was run reruns, reruns, reruns. I can't begin to tell you how many of my friends would text me or call me and go, hey, man, I'm getting tired watching you on TV, bro. Every time I turn on the TV, you're on TV. I'm tired. And we would, it was a joke. We laughed about it. Tim, the masks came off. I'm walking around freely now. We're in Florida. Okay. It's a, it's a red state. Okay. Masks came off real fast. Well, I'm living, I'm living my good life, right? I'm living my best life now, right? I'm in South Florida. It's amazing how many people play the lottery that 
are attracted to a show like that. Hmm. I would I would go to a store. They walk right up to me. We loved your show. You're our favorite show. We love you, and they love. There's one scene in the show. David Bromstead, who is the host of the show, he turns around. He's showing us a bathroom, and I just, for some reason, open up the sliding glass door of the bathroom of the shower, and I step in it. He screams out. He goes, "Hey!" He goes, "You never know. You can make number six, meaning children." <laughs> so I grab her and I pull her into the shower with me. Everybody talks about that scene, but there's another scene. <laughs> that I walked into the bedroom of, of the home that we were looking at on the show, okay? And there was a jacuzzi in the bedroom. And I look at the jacuzzi and the infamous bow wow, chicka bow wow comes out. And I go, I've seen movies that start like this, David. Well, I received offers to put it on t-shirts, to put it on hats, they wanted to do this whole bow wow, chicka bow wow thing. I was like, no, no, no. I said, I'm, I'm a retired police officer. And, you know, I don't, I, my kids are still growing up. I don't, not sure if that would look appropriate, you know, being out there, the whole bow wow, chicka bow wow thing. But uh, it was a good laugh. It was a good laugh. But the funny thing is, I'm worried about the bow wow, chicka bow wow. And, <laughs> At one point, David tells me, you're going to take me. He says to me, you're going to take me shopping, daddy. Uh, so all I needed for him was to call me daddy. That blew up my phone. That, uh, all my friends texted me, you're going to take me shopping too, daddy? You know, so I got the <laughs> ribbing for that for, for weeks. Imagine I was a cop. So that was, it was funny. That was, it was a good laugh. But um, the show really did. I mean, you, you. You're surprised at how many people like really play this lottery. Obviously, there's hundreds and hundreds of millions of people that play because it, it reaches 1.4 billion. So it definitely grows. Uh, but you're, it's funny how many people watch the show, and I, you know, how many people watch HGTV. I, you know, I wasn't uh, someone that went home on a daily basis like I need to watch these DYI shows and. You know, all this stuff. Um, mm -hmm. But they turned around and uh, I was on the show. And I'm talking about Tim. I mean, Publix. Going for it's... a job. Going for a job. A job interview. Oh, my God. Forget it. They're like, uh, <laughs> how come you didn't work for like four years? You know, I'm like, I have to disclose it. And the next thing you know, it, you know, they want to hire me just to have me around because I was on TV. Well, I got a job to do, you know, I mean, I, you know, I want to do my job. Uh, and then they did all the balloons and the confetti and all that stuff on the last show. Uh, hmm. um, so it was, it was nice. It was a lot of fun. I, I don't regret at all doing the show. I've only had positive uh, feedback about it, except for my, you know, who's your daddy or you're going to take me shopping, daddy. <laughs> you know, and all the other little bow wow, chicka bow wow. And we had a lot of fun with it. A lot of fun. Um, I enjoyed it. And once that, once that aired for a year or so on reruns, was your social media just blowing up? Yes. What was, yeah, social, you had over, over a million followers or something like that, didn't you? Social media blew up and it was fun because I answered and you know what it's like, like I'm not a celebrity. 
okay? I'm not. To, to the normal man, like, I'm nobody, okay? I had numbers, like, compared to, like, a celebrity and the famous an athlete or something like that. Why? People were inboxing me with the social media. People would ask, like, my opinion on cop questions. Like, when the whole George Floyd thing happened, would ask me what's your opinion on this well how do you feel about this i was like wow you gotta really be careful what you say you know you kind of mm. tread water a little but you also have to be yourself and be honest mm. tell them listen you asked i'm gonna tell you how i feel and what i think a, a fun part of it is when they would say hey do you mind giving me five numbers on a like a powerball number or can you give me my lucky numbers today? I'm going to go play them. You know? And, and would, you give, would you give the numbers? I would I would give the numbers and I would leave a message. You know, and I'm being honest now. Whoever here, then I did it for them. I would give the numbers and I would always have the same message for everyone on the bottom. Hmm. I would tell everyone. I am wholeheartedly giving you these numbers today. It's my choice to give you these numbers today. I hope you win, but you have to tell the universe that you're going to win. And whatever you win is yours. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Lottery, Dreams, and Fortune. My name is Timothy Schultz. I'm so grateful for you for listening. Now, if you want to watch this podcast on YouTube, I will put a link to the playlist for this podcast below, as well as a link to this specific video. Let me know in the comments below the video what you think of this interview. I love checking out your comments. As always, thank you so much for listening. Now, let's get back to the episode. I don't care, Tim, if I gave somebody the numbers and they won that billion dollars. I know that person being the person that they are. If you contacted me and I gave you those numbers, then I know you're going to in return go here. That's for you. But I'll never ask you for anything. But I know in return you would say this. And why do I say that? Because Tim do you know people that I gave numbers to? Some of them actually took pictures of the ticket and sent it back to me in the DM just to show me they actually went to the store and played the numbers that I gave them. Hmm. Man, when I tell you, not only did that hit me in my mind, it hits me in my heart. It does hit me in my heart. That somebody would actually care enough what I have to say. Go and do that. And not only do it, but show me proof that they did it when they didn't have to do that. Hmm. And because of that, when I get the, the pictures, I always check. Did you win? Did you win? Did you win? So, ah, I got my $2 back. Oh, I didn't win anything. Sorry, right, we're going to get them next time. We're going to get them next time. Hmm. And it's not like this ain't something like I charge for or I make money off of. I don't do any of that. No. No, 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 no. I don't charge for anything like that. I love interaction with people. I'm a people person. I love people. I like to watch people. I'm labeled as conversation hogger. I'll, I'll hog up a conversation in a room. I love to talk. You know, people have questions. If nobody knows who I am, I just keep my mouth shut. You know, mm. I like to just sit in the back and watch and observe. Picked that up a lot from law enforcement. You know, 
but uh, that, that's well, pretty where, much. Where, yeah, where can people find you on social media? Uh, it, it, I I don't hide. It's at N I L E S A Malvasia M A L V A S I A, all one word. Miles A Malvasia. Um, I'm on Facebook, and we have our Facebook group that has grown. There was um, a couple of years back, I was invited to be a moderator for a group on Facebook. It's uh, my lottery dream home uh, Facebook group. And uh, it was started by a gentleman by the name of Craig. And Craig is also a former winner. Uh, hmm. He he himself won and appeared on the show. Hmm. So he turned around and started this group. He asked me to be a moderator. I kid you not. Maybe a hundred, 200 people in this group today. I'm going to estimate this is around anywhere between 40 and 45,000 members to this group. And this is, and that's this is all, on Facebook. And this is on Facebook. This is on Facebook. Yeah. We've worked out things where we've actually tried to uh, try to set up something through Discovery, HGTV, where we can maybe do something uh, uh, like, maybe a, like a Facebook Live with David and the people from the group. You know, these are all things that we try to do, you know, uh, because, again, what is it, Tim? There's enough to go around for everyone. There's enough for everyone. I can ask for the same thing as you. You know, maybe tonight I get the mega because tomorrow was Tim's day and he, he gets the Powerball. He gets 1.4 billion. But it's okay, Tim. I can't begin to tell you how happy I would be for you or for the next person because that's what I do. When I look at my ticket and I lost, but then I look at the news and I go, oh, there's one ticket sold in California or there's one ticket sold in Michigan. I said, good for them, man. Good for them. I hope they needed that money. I hope they needed the money. And if they didn't need that money, I hope and pray that they do great things with that money. Hmm. And I let it go because the next one's for me. Why? Because there's a next one. Because it resets itself. When all those people go, no, I only play the lottery when it reaches a billion. I only play the lottery when it reaches a hundred million. Why are you telling me when it resets itself and it's $30 million and you win that? That's not going to change your life. $1 million sent my life into a tailspin. What would $30 million do? You need a billion? You need $300 million? Watch. Somebody wins and it resets itself. Everybody goes, ah, uh, no, don't go, ah, uh, don't do that. Tell the universe, that's mine as well. That jackpot. I'm winning a jackpot. It could be 300 million. It could be 30 million. I'm winning the jackpot. That's what you tell yourself. That's what you tell the universe. You believe it. You believe it and you put it out there, Tim. Don't be discouraged. Don't get angry. Don't hate on people. Too much hate in this world. Let's cut it out. Enough. Enough. Let's yeah. pick people up. Let's start picking each other up instead of putting us each other down. Let's pick each other up. We need that. We need that in this world. We really do. It's a shame. It's very sad. It's, it's a shame. I see a lot of stuff that goes on in this world. Mm. Seeing a lot of stuff as a law enforcement officer. Yeah. Yeah, it's better, much better to pick each other up. That's, that's very, very positive. So you have won a number of prizes, including this 
million dollar Powerball prize, you consider yourself a lucky person. But didn't something interesting happen in Las Vegas? I apply the secret. I apply the law of attraction to anything and everything. And I told myself, I'm driving there, and I said, "Listen, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna win. I'm gonna win, and I'm, I'm gonna win big. And I'm just gonna walk away." And sure enough, I walked in. I walked into a casino. Immediately to my right, there was a um, uh, like a non-smoking room. So I don't smoke. I said, "Let me go into the room." I sat down at. I sat down and I drove longer. It, I'll be honest with you. It, it took me longer to get to the casino than for me to actually, you know, win. But I sat down. I put $200, $200 bills into the slot machine. I sat there and I go, okay, here we go. One, two, three, four. All the, by the fourth one, all the bells and whistles went off. Sound like somebody robbed the place. And I know I did something. I know I hit something. Here's the people are coming over to me and everything. And I'm looking. But me being me, I can't figure out which I, what I hit. I'm looking at all. I'm looking at apples and oranges and bananas and all these different things. And I can't figure out what I won. Well, to make a long story short, I ended up hitting the jackpot. It was 10 grand for the, the, the slot machine. So I walked away with 10 grand. And I was in there no more than literally 10 minutes. And I told myself. And they walked over to me and I thought they were going to hand me a check. And they handed me two stacks of five grand and, and one stacks. I put one stack of five grand in one pocket, one stack of five grand in another pocket. I said, take care. See you later. I'm beating you today. The universe helped me. And I'm beating the casino. I went to eat dinner. That's what I did. I went to dinner. I enjoyed myself, went to some shows. And mm. I, that casino paid for my vacation. Plus. Hmm. That's amazing. What, so what is the secret to luck in your opinion? Tim, I don't know. I don't want to call it luck. Okay. I don't want to call it luck. Mm -hmm. I don't want to call it luck. And I don't want to call it gambling. Again, because when you gamble, it's a gamble. Mm -hmm. I'm not gambling. I know I'm going to win. It's not a gamble when you know you're going to win. And people may say, oh, no, like this guy is way too. No, 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 I'm not. Because I was the same way. I was like, yeah, but with the law of attraction, what am I talking to? I feel like uh, something wrong with me. I'm talking to myself. No, no. Wrong mindset. Immediately, wrong mindset. Your your mindset, you're not there. There's, there's steps. You have to get your mind and your body into the right place. And from there, you start to work on it. You start to work on it. You start to work on it. And then again, don't ignore the signs. Don't ignore the signs. I used to ignore the signs. I ignored signs when I was a kid. I've been using the law of attraction since I was a kid, and I what, didn't even know it. What, what types of signs are, you, are we talking about? I said earlier, ask, believe, and receive, right? Okay. Okay. Tell you a quick story. We're, uh, 
I am the commander of the juvenile division at uh, the Hackensack Police Department, the greatest police department in the state of New Jersey. Okay. I'm in charge of the youth division. I have a uh, secretary, uh, Diane Lomia, beautiful person, beautiful heart. Okay. She used to like to have all the little things on her desk, snow globes, little figurines, and she used to collect things wherever she went on vacation, right? Well, you know, in youth division, sometimes it can be very stressful. You deal with kids, you deal with a lot of things that you don't want to see, okay? So I tried to create somewhat of a relaxed, fun environment. So we would play wiffle ball in my office, or we would play like stickball. I had a pretty big office, and I had a bunch of guys who I considered to be the best detectives in the department, okay? There was great detectives in my department, but I love my guys, right? And we would play wiffle ball. Well, I'll make a long story short. You can hit the ball anywhere, but please don't hit anything on Diane's desk. Please don't knock over anything. Don't break anything on Diane's desk. Well, what'd they do one day? They knocked something over. Well, when they knocked it over, what they didn't realize was I was sitting in the back room where we had our coffee and like a break room and we had our meetings back there. Well, I was sitting in the back room and I was reading something and it was called The Secret. And all it did was tell me, ask, believe and receive. Man, all I heard was boom. I put my book down. I looked over. What'd they do? They knocked the stuff off of Diane's desk. Oh, no. So I walked over to go pick it up. Hey, no mind. Somebody comes over. My partner at the time, Pete Basiglio. Another beautiful soul. Great guy. Tremendous human being. He's my partner for five years. He's picking up Diane's stuff, too. I don't think anything. I Tim, I grabbed the, the snow globe. And I, that snow globe was on her desk forever. I used to walk by it, never paid attention to it. Didn't know what it was, didn't care. Didn't care. Tim, do you know, I looked at the snow globe and when it, the snow stopped trickling down inside, there was a word in big red letters. You know what it said? It said, hmm. believe, Tim. Hmm. In the snow globe, it said, believe. Hmm. Don't ignore the signs, Tim. That just that just gave me chills. It was almost like my kids were playing in the other room. I put a book down, The Law of Attraction by Rhonda Burns. And it the words I just read the words ask, believe, and receive. And I walked over and I picked up the friggin' snow globe off the floor. And when it rested, big red letters, believe. I said, Diane, the next day when she came in, Diane, how long have you? She said, no, nah, that snow globe's been on my desk forever. I never touched it. Never went by it. Never looked at it. Didn't know what it said. Didn't care. I was too busy. It said, believe, Tim. You got the chills. I almost had a heart attack that day. That's when I said, I went back to my book right away and I opened up that page and it says right there, big letter, ask, believe, right in the middle, believe. That's the only word that I could see when I opened up that book. Believe right there. I said, I just went over there. Believe. It just said, don't ignore the signs. What the hell's going on right now? From that point on, Tim, I took off. I used a secret for my job. Hmm. Very successful in my job. Okay. I used a secret in my personal life. 
was very successful in my personal life. I've foreseen myself doing real estate and being very successful at it. That's what I did. I was very successful at it. What are we looking at? Like I said, tonight, 350. Tickets are in my pocket. 1.4 billion tickets are in my pocket. We are a ball of energy. And people may say I'm teetering on the, the line of like reality and religion and things like that. I'm Christian. You know, I have my faith. I don't practice like I really should, but I do have my own faith. I don't hmm. talk to the man just when I need something. Okay. But the universe, some people think, you know, it's a teeter. Some people have told me maybe it's God looking out for you. No, well, maybe it is. Maybe he does. But God sends signs too, doesn't he? People say, I've never seen him. I've seen him. I've seen him. I'm not going to say, like, well, I, I see things, people. You know, it's, it's not like that. Uh, mm-hmm. But have I gotten to a level where just doesn't surprise me? Oh, you won this, or the, this check came in the mail, or, you know, doesn't surprise me. You know, the funniest thing, like, I won my son, my son, my. My kids, they, they use the secret. They don't know. They have no idea. Hmm. They have no idea that they use the secret. Well, it's it's fascinating. And there's so many people that are famous and, you know, sports athletes, movie stars, all kinds of people that swear by it. And you, you today, you're wearing, a, as we record this interview, I see you're, you're wearing right, a Tom Brady shirt. My man, yeah. man. My goat. So, yeah, like, I don't know yeah, if we yeah. can... Yeah, yeah, look down. at that. Yeah, I, so, I, you know what? I actually, I like I said earlier, I, I wore this on purpose. I think, I think Tom Brady, right? I will use Tom Brady because if you think the guy was uh, just, it's all about being a pure athlete. Hmm. Now, if you think this guy didn't use the law of attraction and foreseen himself uh, being who he is today. Drafting 199 ninth overall in 2000, you know, uh, coming out of Michigan, start behind Drew Bledsoe, you know, do you think you're ever going to get a shot unless the guy retires or gets injured? Well, what happens against Dallas? He gets injured. And a guy by the name of Tom Brady takes the field. And that's it. So you're, so she wrote, it's history. He's the GOAT. And if you think, yeah, does he, with his money, can, is he exposed to the best training and nutrition and health and this? And, yes, yes, of course he is. How did he get to that point? Hard work, yes. You don't think he envisioned? You don't think he meditated? You don't think he, I mean, look at this this past season. Aaron Rodgers is a big believer in it. I know he's injured now and he tore his Achilles tendon. There's some things that you just cannot control. Again, you know, the universe, you cannot control death. We're all going to pass away someday, right? He spent, what, two, three days in a dark room meditating, finding himself. And when he came out, you know, he knew his direction. That's talking to the universe. That's finding your inner spirit. There's a lot that goes into it. So if you think, again, I, I tease and I laugh. I like to wear my Tom Brady shirt. My kids make fun of me because I actually wear this thing in, in public. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, it's not just he's the GOAT. How did he get there? What did he use? And again, if you tell me it wasn't a piece of foreseeing, closing his eyes, meditating, using 
the law of attraction to say, hey, this is where I want to be. This is what I want to grow into. This is the type of quarterback I want to be. This is the type of athlete. This is the type of leader I want to be. Where do we funnel that energy? Where does that energy come from? How do we ball that energy up inside and use it to that advantage of what we want to do when we want to do it? It's very interesting, and I love it. I just I absolutely love it, and I love the universe. And when I say, are you supposed to tell the universe that it likes No, I don't tell the universe it likes me. I tell the universe it loves me. Mm-hmm. Me and the universe, we have a beautiful relationship. Love the universe. And what's the quickest... What? What is the quickest way to manifest something that you are desiring, whether it's a lottery win or, or something else, do you think? Feel like, feel like you are in that moment. Feel, put yourself in those shoes. Go. You said you like this house. There's a particular house you like. There's a mansion. Go to that house. Go to that house. Go look at it as if you're going to buy it. If they have an open house, go to the open house. Walk around. Envision yourself living in the house. Where are you going to put your furniture? Where are you going to put your appliances? A certain car. Even though you get behind the, the wheel of your car and it's a Toyota Camry, but you want a, a, a Lamborghini uh, Performante, uh, pretend that you're driving that Lamborghini. Pretend when you stop at that red light that everyone's looking at your car. Okay? Put yourself in that moment. Put yourself in that mindset. Tell the universe what you want. Don't be surprised when you get it. That's the best part. That's the fun part. Don't be surprised. Call Tim. Call Tim and thank him. That's what I'm going to say. Call Tim and thank him for having this podcast and putting it out there. Because everybody everybody sees it and everybody hears it from these uh, celebrities and, like you said, celebrity athletes and uh, famous movie stars. You see, no, here's your everyday guy. Here's your everyday Monday through Friday, working man, family man. And I'm telling you, Hmm. it's real. It's not a hidden secret that, you know, only this core group of people or how they like to say the 1% of the world owns all the money. No, this isn't one of those, you know, secret societies. No, no conspiracy here. This is... The truth. This is the law of attraction. Some may call it science. This is your inner body. Tell me, when you go to a funeral and you see the shell of a human being lying there in the casket, Hmm. where did it go? This is when we start to teeter on religion. But where did that energy go? Where did that laughter go? Where did that spice in that person go? Where did it go? It just disappeared. It's gone. Poof. It's gone. No. No, Tim. No, it's not gone. We are balls of energy. And we attract things to us. And some people say the bad as well. Oh, you're telling me I attract attract the bad to me as well? Guess what? You know what? If that infamous wake up and stump your toe on the bed, yeah, and trickle and it starts your day and you get into the shower and there's no hot water and you grab your cup of coffee and you spill it on your white shirt and you get into your car and now you're stuck in traffic. You ask for it, man. You ask for it. You don't want to hear it. But you ask for it. That's when you need to plant your foot in the sand, plant your foot in the concrete, and pivot. And pivot hard. 
And if you can't pivot and if you've got bad feelings and you've got bad thoughts and you're home and you have the opportunity, lay down and go to sleep. Lay down and go to sleep. And I guarantee when you wake up, you're going to be in a different mood. All those worrying and all those problems in your mind, they're going to go away because you're going to wake up with an answer. But that's really bad. That's one that's really bad. Hmm. But normally, put your foot in the sand. I got a bad phone call. Uh, uh, something didn't go through. Uh, that deal fell through. Uh, my boss made me look silly in the boardroom. You know what? Eat it. Eat it. Put it away. It's gone. It's gone. Pivot. Think about, I have great times with my kids at Disney. I love going to the beach with my children. You know, I love taking my kids down to Miami and showing them all of the artwork on the walls and taking them to the museums and looking at the, the food trucks and going to the food trucks or just going down to South Beach. And this, it, it's, it's endless. You need to pivot. Put yourself in a good place. Think positive, and you'll, it, you're going to see things will turn for you. Things will turn around for you. And I strongly believe I live by it. I live by it. It's my life to the day I die. And I've, I've taught it to my kids, and my kids are starting to use it. Hmm. And it's becoming more and more well-known and popular in our culture as well. More people are starting to understand it, it but yeah it's you just wish more people adopted it you know i mean mm. uh, it's not like hey let me give it a try for a month and let's see how you know how it goes no mm. it's something you live by something you really live by and again some people might say it's silly it's not for them it's a, it's a coincidence you know you're always going to have your your people that question it. and that's fine that's fine why because they're allowed to have their opinion you know why because the universe gave it to them yeah. And we are running kind of short on time here. There's a million questions. We this we could talk about this all day cuz it's so interesting. But is there is there anything that you wanted to say today, Niles, that that I haven't asked or that you just wanted to say or that I don't know enough to ask? No, just you know what? That there is enough out there for everyone. You know, Tim and by you uh creating something like this and you know, uh, just by ch chance, you reaching out to me and me responding. And uh, again, a part of the secret, I've always put it out there. I said, I'd love to do a podcast one day, you know, like I always felt, uh, I said, wow, wouldn't it be cool if somebody wrote a book about one of my cases? Like, that would be so cool. Like, I would be so like, wow, you know, so they are. Uh, I, somebody's writing a book about one of my cases. Uh, they picked up the rights to the, the case somebody contacted me they said they went to our police headquarters yeah and they they pulled all of uh they what it's called oprah the open public record act uh and they went and they got all the paperwork and all the files about this one case uh and uh to as research and they've been on you know they've been in contact with me and you know and that's something that i put out to the universe i said I, you know i want a book on a book written about one of my cases that happened. I said, I've always wanted to be on a podcast who contacted me. Right. Hmm. So is it by, is it by chance? No, no, it's not. This is not by chance. Me meeting you today is not by, by chance, by luck. It's the law of attraction. Hmm. Well, it I is. love that. <laughs> 
Oh, it is. It is, Tim. It is the law of attraction that uh, has brought us together today. And for people watching or listening again, where can people find you? Uh, it's at uh, my name, Niles A. Malvasia, N-I-L-E-S-A-M-A-L-V-A-S-I-A. Wonderful. And we will also put links to that in awesome. the description description of this interview. Great. But, awesome. But Niles... Malvasia, thank you so much for your time today. Your your insights are extremely fascinating. Your story is very interesting. And I hope to, not I hope, you hopefully, see, I'm using the word hopefully. Let's put it up for the law of attraction. I, yeah. I'm excited for you to come back onto this podcast another time in the future. It's going to blow your mind, isn't it? Yeah. It's going to blow your mind when you turn around and go, here we are. Started off like that. Here we are. <laughs> again. Again. Well, Niles, thank you so much. Thank you so much for your time today. I really, really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. So that was my interview with Niles Malvasia. Thank you so much for listening. What did you think of this interview? I will put a link to the YouTube channel for this specific interview in the show notes. Visit there and comment with your thoughts. I love checking out your comments. As always, thank you so much for listening and thank you for your support.